All right, everybody, this is part two of our podcast. This is where we talk about the BRP and Swerve and his issues with the BRP Top 50. We're going to go into depth and give you guys all the information. And we're just going to give you our honest opinion about it. Now, I added in Janae's part. We recorded hers the second day. Just so you know, if there's a little discrepancy in the conversation or a little, it's split a little bit, just know I spliced in Janae because she deserved to be a part of the conversation. So shout out to Janae because she was there. Um, and that's it. So you guys, I hope you guys enjoy this um, podcast. I hope that it sparks conversation and y'all get some real ish. And we'll see you guys in there. And then almost last subject is, um, so Swerve went on, um, I can never say his name, right? But shout out to Kaz. He also got a shout on Raw via um, DX, which was hilarious. So he, on his podcast, I can't remember the name of the podcast, I'm sorry. Um, he had Swerve on, and which I really appreciate. So he was like, yeah, Swerve on. And he asked him what was his issue with the um with the, the black wrestling's uh, five hundred black wrestlers list, and um, it was the most ridiculous response. And I'm literally not just saying it; it was like one of the most ridiculous responses I have ever heard. And so I'll just like kind of just. The gist of it. So the gist of it was that he said that he felt like that it didn't make sense that there were people, mind you, this isn't word for word, but this is pretty much what he said, that there were people who made a event at WrestleMania who were at quote-unquote like 20 or people who made a event, event at WrestleMania that year but weren't that high up Okay. Like again, this isn't word for word, but this is basically just what he said. Um, he also said that he felt like, and then he also went on and said that he doesn't like things that are done for clout, and he felt like the list was for clout because people on there, he said, there are people on there who are like okay, like they're not bad, but they're just not, but they're just like having a good year. They're just like having a good year. And it's like, my God, there's a lot of holes in those statements. Uh, first off, Bianca Belair was number one. She had a event at WrestleMania that year. Okay. Um, also, and then he says something about like Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley was two. And then Jade, who has still to this day, is still undefeated, I think was like three or four. And like, and that would be the same people about um, people who are champions or people who are like big champions weren't that high up. I believe uh, Biggie was four. Okay. So, so that's that first part. Second part was, was that uh, the cloud thing also was really disconcerting. So I'm I'm gonna say something without 
really. So my thing is, is that that's very shitty thing to say about people who really took the time out of their days, time out of their weeks, and really put together a very structured list. They share their criteria before they released it, while it was released, and after. And they are more than happy to discuss things with people or discuss with people when they're like, I don't, like, why is this person this? And they would gladly have that conversation with you. So, and it was just like saying, like, it was for clout. So it's like he's crediting all these hard work and all the different contributors contributors contributed to this. And it's like, just say you don't like how some people were ahead of you and you're jealous. Because that's literally what it is. It's all that's literally what it boils down to. Because all of the complaints you said was automatically contradicted by literally someone retweeting you and retweeting you with the the top 20. So my thing is, is that it's like we're so quick talking about like people are so quick. No one cuts us down more than us. And I was very unhappy about that aspect of it. Because it was some, not some, it was something that people really took the time. I was literally on an after show with people who the people who put it together, the rest with black wrestling and with Terry. And then I also helped. And I'm not just saying this because I, you know, I helped very, 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 very minutely with like the people on like who to watch list for next year. It's just the combination of all the people who put in the hard work. And again, and I'm not trying to, because people are like, well, this isn't true, but you were on another list with 500 people, you know, which is great, love that, 500 black wrestlers. Um, but you were number two on it. And it's like, and there was no really criteria for it. And it was just kind of like, oh, well, we put them again, this isn't fashion, I mean, you know. This is their list. They spent the time on it. This is what that they're more than welcome to do whatever the fuck they want to do. That's not what I'm saying. Is that you had no problem with that. And then optics don't look great. Because again, huh. I'm not saying, okay, this is Shaq. But what, again, you have very close associations with those people who put that together, but it's not a peak. But then you have such a problem with this. I think that's why I said, I think you uh, were upset because you felt people who you felt like you are better than was above you. And I think you got very, very triggered by it. And just literally went on as loop-de-loops when you could have been very frank and honest instead of trying to tear us down. Or other, I'm not saying us, like I did the fucking list by us, like the people that look like us. But you're so quick to cap for that fucking PWI shit. And that was always more than happy to 
But then when he would like retweet something like, oh yeah, your number like opens oh, loading. I just say you got a chip on your shoulder and you don't like you don't fucking like mellow and you're mad that he was above you. Or you don't like or you salty where he is above you. And then someone I forgot who tweeted it, but someone who's like associated with black, black wrestling, they were like, bro, you're not even the most over rapper in your company. Like sit down. <laughs> so it's like one of those things it's like and I said this before with certain like, references again it's like you know happy for you so far but I'm not going to sit here root for you and you know you don't come crawling back when it's like shit hits the fan or shit don't work out shit is cool and sweet right now I can guarantee you it's not going to be like that six months from now three months from now help me you can um, because she's gonna be diplomatic and nice. I'm not. I think you did some bitch nigga shit. I'm gonna tell you the truth. What you did was some bitch nigga shit. When when the BW 500 came out, nobody had anything to say, and you was number two which to me sounds like absolute trash. We're talking about assessing a year of wrestling for each one of these people. No one is saying you don't belong on the list, but dead ass, bro, you definitely should not be number two. And that's just keeping it all the way funky, all right? If we're talking about clouding, most definitely, that list that you was on where you was number two, that's clouding though. That's definitely a cloud chasing list. Definitely. That's definitely a cloud chasing list. Like you, 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 your assessment of everything is really outside of, of, of like the, the, just the pure scope of reality. And I'm just, I'm just at the point where it's like, yo, you was really being really shitty online about this list. Like, oh, sorry. There's one thing. Is- Hold on. There's one thing I forgot to mention you because this, you remind me of it. And another thing that really, 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 really bothered me was he was saying like, I've done so much for the culture. I've done, I've done more for the culture than most people. And then right. someone was like, Hold up. He said that? Black- yeah, he said that on the Yes, interview. he did. Oh, fuck. Yeah, people were like, literally, Black Wrestling, who you are insulting, were one of the big components of helping people or help getting eyes on the wrestling club and making sure they got funded to fund an entire classroom. It was like, what, like 60-some fucking kids to go to WrestleMania. But it's <laughs> like, what are you doing, my guy? Like, and I'm not describing because he did, like, show up with Keith Lee to like wanna to, I think to like their whatever New York show they just had to like meet with the wrestling cub. So it's like, you know, whatever you did that appearance was nice or whatever, but it's just like what the f- actual fuck are you talking about? Like you I, I just don't understand the behavior. I'm not I'm not clear because when I remember this list that the coach talked about dropped on Juneteenth. It was well before it dropped on Juneteenth. And I was like, I'm like, okay. So I remember they were tweeting, he was tweeting it out, and he was like, 
y'all tell me y'all top 10. I just was, I was so confused as to why he was doing that and what the problem was. But people was tweeting it and they had their people in there. And then he would respond back and be like, y'all are so far off. It's not even funny. And I'm just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Listen, listen, these lists are subjective, right? But BRP set a criteria. They have it set up so that you can see how they chose each person on the list. There's only 50 people on the list. There's only 50. And they will and, tell you, and I was on, I think I was on it last year, but I was on a, a panel like talking about like recapping is they all don't agree with all or where everyone's placed at themselves. Because you can't, naturally, you just can't. Like even we've done our own top, our own top 10, and we fight over who we think should be there. You're not going to agree. You're not. You have to go by the criteria. Otherwise, you're going to have a lot of biases that are coming into play. His fucking problem can't be that it's about that it's cloudy or that it's, it's because it's, they trying to get clout off. Bitch, if it was about clout, they would piggyback off of PWI the way that BW does. So it's not about clout. Okay, that's the first thing. Number two, your ass was where you should have been. And if you ask me, you should have been lower because you just got a title this year. Wasn't nobody checking for your bum ass the whole fucking year. What are you talking about? And then you want to make it seem like nobody's, everybody's talking about, oh, well, here comes the entitlement. The entitlement is coming from you, my guy. It's coming from you because like Nicole said, you had no problem with the BW 500 because you was on the top of the list, which in my opinion, your ass don't even deserve to be in the top 10 of the list. We're going by what you've done annually, not over your career, annually, which means 365 days. What have you done for me lately? Not what have you done? for me for the last 17 years we're not talking about that none of the lists go by your career all of them go by an annual put out so it gives everybody an equal playing field to be able to be assessed and placed on the list and we said this That's before and we, and we said this before I was like if this was a career like list 100% I was like he would have I was like then he could feel 100% how he feels if it was career based 100% but it is not it was like May 21 to 20 whatever it was literally whatever it was May or March I think it started with the M so it's like it's, it's a year and for a good chunk of that year of like for a little bit of the year I think he was maybe North American champion and him and Keith just got them belt, haven't had them belts for that long. So I think that was like at the tail end. In the end. And then you were released for like three months. So you couldn't right. do anything. Right. Again, which is like no fault of your or of your own, but again, like there's factors. It's your attitude though. And it's the way you went about it. And one thing that I really didn't like was it seemed like your ass didn't even look at the list. 
It seemed like you only knew where you placed and you saw who were in the top five, top 10, and you was mad about it. Which is just dumb. Like, I just, I don't understand. I don't get it. I'm like, I, I'm all for, you know, you respected your position in this wrestling game. But at the same time, we talking about the last year of your career and what have you done. And we can't really put you in the top 10 of that category when there are people who have done more than you, even in your own company. So, like, it's, it's really shitty. Your behavior is out of this world bonkers to me. And it's always, oh, you want some sucker nigga shit? I don't like it. I don't like it. If you had a problem with your placement, that's on you. Real talk. Because, like I said, the list is subjective. It's a whole bunch of lists out here. You don't have no problem with PWI when they place your ass on that list. You have no problem with BW500 when you place on that list. But you get mad at BRP? Really? And you make it so that it's public. You vocalize it. And you demonizing them and everybody who was involved with the list by how you spoke about them. When you don't know shit about shit, you don't know nothing. That's another time where you should have just kept your fucking mouth closed. Because it didn't involve you. All the other wrestlers was just like, well, that's what they, that's my placement. They ain't, they not caring about it. But if you were so fucking butthurt that you had to go on this podcast to talk about it, I don't give a fuck. That's bitch nigga shit. You can block me all day long. I can give less than a fuck because I don't follow you on Twitter and that don't phase me. So I'm going to say what the fuck I want. I don't like it. It was some bitch nigga shit. Period. It's the entitlement for me. It's the fucking entitlement. Like, dude, you're you you're a good wrestler, but your attitude is so shit though. Like, why? Why? I honestly think this is my conspiracy theory. I honestly think he is mad because there's WWE guys in the top. I don't think it's that. I don't think it's specific. I think there's one person that really triggered him. Like I said, I think that Carmelo placement triggered the fuck out of him. Well, get over it. Yeah. Like, you're really, you know, maybe it's something he personally needs to learn, but you need to fucking let go of shit, man. Like, fucking, how many times, it's not even just swerved, like, how many times have we heard a wrestler who's still holding a grudge, and it's like, my dude, it's been, like, two years. Get the fuck over it. Like, I'm tired of hearing you bitch about it. You've done nothing to prove. But that's besides the fucking point. Um, I think his feelings got hurt, and he seems like the kind of guy that he he can fucking dish it out, but he can't take it. If that oh. makes sense. No, I, I agree. But I have a question. I, I don't understand what his issue is with Carmelo. Because Carmelo is what he wants to be. 
Like, is it personal, Nicole? Or I don't think just... it's. I don't think it's personal. I don't think it's personal because I don't think he knows him well enough to be personal. And I think okay. like a lot of people praying it out, they're like, I think he's salty because Carmelo literally has or had the run in NXT that he thought he should have had or wanted to have if you really think oh. about it mm-hmm. okay i i don't think I'm... again like i said i don't even think he knows him well enough to get to for it to be personal i think it's more so like career-wise i think he's very very bitter about that like that's what i'm saying like again and i'm not trying to tell people how they should feel or not should or how they should feel or not feel about somewhere that they worked at because that's i'm not them or that's not me i didn't experience that so i'm not going to tell you how you feel you should feel but it's just optics of what what that's just what it looks like again you know you can tell me wrong swerve or whatever but that's that's what it looks like so and honestly, if he if he literally and then I think Lovely said that she was like, if he literally was like, I don't like that man, I don't like that nigga, I'm mad that he's in front of me. So that's why I was mad. But that's I would have said okay. At least be fucking. I literally would have said okay. I mean, yeah, I can respect that. Can that bitch nigga shit you say? Yeah. I would have been like, you know what? You know, still kind of shitty, but you know what? At least you're real about it. I don't care. Hey, you're being honest. Yeah. Literally, that's it. I I mean, I'd rather look. I always mention this as an example, but if like one of us, like was in a like didn't like one of the other, like we were in pro wrestling and one of us didn't like the other one, just say my name and tell me why you don't fucking like me. Because I would appreciate that. And I'd be like, okay, so I know not to fuck with them anymore. Right. Like, just be, like, I don't know if it's just because I'm getting more older, but, like, I don't have time for this playground behavior bullshit. Just tell, just say what you really want to fucking say. Because to me, if you don't call my ass, my name out, my ass out by my name, that means you're scared of me. And you, you just walking around here looking like a little bitter bitch. Well, I mean, she's not wrong. No, she not. Uh-huh. Like, no, this shit pissed. You know how bad this was. Tiff's husband got pissed off at Swerve. Like he was going <laughs> off on him. It's just, I don't, I don't get it. Like, are you just so mad that you act like some people just naturally connect with the crowd, like? Or are you mad that fucking hit rows back together and not without you? And they you and they realize they don't need you. He the one who didn't dick that in the mud. He wasn't even around the contract. Top dollar started hit row. Sure did on the Indies a while ago. He was added. He was added. He was not an original. He was at it. That's why they keep going by the original three. And then Swerve tried to pull a motherfucking deeper move after they he claimed they contacted him and was like, we just want to know if you're interested in coming back to be a part of Kick Row again. And he was like, y'all can contact my lawyer. So Triple H was like, okay, never mind. Yeah, like right? it ain't that deep. Like okay, he is, it's like Again, it's just like it's real bitch shit. Like, why? Like, you're so like that's like he's acting like Maria Canellis. Like, relax. Yes. 
No, because like, you're doing a lot. At, at like you're doing a lot for, for no reason. It's not like it's like you have a job, right? You're signed. You're on TV. It's like so. What are you so mad about? And then again, like you know how we always say, like you know we like to. Um, you know, make fun of Carl Anderson and them, but they were like, once they got on TV and got another job, they didn't say shit no more. Show didn't. They did one interview on their own podcast. Yeah. And uh-huh. they were like, this is what happened. Went over the whole thing and that's it. Yeah. You know, they would tweet every once in a while, but you know, that's it. And they kept it moving and kept getting a bag and just went everywhere. Yeah. Collected belts and checks. Mm-hmm. so it's like what are you mad about it's not like you're sitting at home broke because hmm. that could very well be the case yeah so you blessed and highly favored in my opinion exactly i she should be happy you got a, i should be happy you got a job be happy you were able to get signed right away we were able to go back and do all these defy because um like you said, because you were in WWE, you get to charge more. Right. Mm-hmm. So again, I don't want to, like, what the fuck is your problem? That is the best, the best question I heard all night. That is a very good question. What is it? What he is reminds, your legitimate problem? He reminds me. Because I know, I, I pretty much think I know what it is, but I want you to say it. Right. He reminds me, no, he it's just he reminds me like attitude wise. First off, he just doesn't sound like a person I even want to be in a room with because he's just so fucking negative, and I don't need that in my life. I really fucking don't. Um, but to me, he just feels like he fucking reminds me of punk that if he's miserable, everyone else has to be miserable. And he's just like, y'all are grown folk. If y'all, I don't know. I mean, like before I saw people were like, oh, well, you know, he's angry because he wants to go back in the WWE. And I'm like, do you think doing interviews like this is what's going to put them in their good graces? Highly doubtful he want to go back. Like, yeah, and if he doesn't want to go back, that's fine. He's acting like he was like NXT champion and they like just they they just stripped the title from him and released them. Like my dude, you just won the North America Championship, and you were like the least. Uh, you who was the one guy who was North American Championship, and we were really really big on him, but he didn't like as you guys said he didn't pass the test, and he was like released. Leo, um, Leon Ruff. Leon Leon Ruff. Ruff. I love Ray. I, I, that makes me sad. Oh man, he just you know he was uh, he just had a show. Him and um, he got married, and yeah. then he had a show. Yeah. So he's still do he's still doing good. He but yeah, I, that was it's... one I was very sad about. So yeah. I felt like they should have they should have hung on for a little bit and saw. That's just my opinion. It I felt like they, that would, they they cut it too early. That was a little aggressive. If anything, he's the one who should be upset and, you know, going on podcasts and, and talking stuff like that and all that. And But you know what? We would understand because it's just like, yeah, we, we get it, bro. Like, they told you X, A, B, C, X, Y, Z. 
And then the next thing we all know, we're fucking blindsided, just like you are. Like, I can understand if he was angry. He didn't say one damn thing. But it's just like every time it just seems like one of these lists come out. And I know, again, outsider looking in, okay? But no one else says anything. If they do, you know, it's like they retweet it. They're like, thank you for putting me on there. Thank you for consideration. This means a whole lot. You know, that kind of, that's kind of stuff. He's upset over a list placing. Dude, is your masculinity that frail? Are you serious? At least that's how it is being framed. That's how it's coming across. Because it can't be that they didn't consider people on the list who've actually done stuff. Because when you look at the list, it very much fits the criteria. Bianca Hold on, let me list. try to see if I can find it again. Bianca topped the list. Why? Bianca main evented WrestleMania. Yeah. Twice. Because he said that shit. I'm like, what? I was like, Bianca's, I'm like, you did not read this. No, like, that's as soon as he did, I was like, you legitimately did not read this because Big E, it was like Big E, Bobby, Jade, mm-hmm. and Bianca were all top four. Yep. And he was like, people that may have been in WrestleMania wasn't even in the top 10. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yes, they were. Oh, yeah. Okay. What, what do you think? You heard everything. She done gave you the whole rundown, babe. So what you think? Um, Honestly, it just sounds like he's upset that he got placed at the number he was at. It also sounds like that he didn't actually really look at the list if he's seeing certain wrestlers without a certain number and they're actually higher than what he was saying. Um, so that's basically the gist of it. He's mad that he got put in a certain uh, area. He thinks he should be higher. Um, what has he done for the culture? That was the question I asked, baby. Um, I mean, if you want to say you brought rappers to AEW, I, I'm pretty sure Tony Khan could have done that on his own. Yeah, billions of dollars. Um, it's not like you know how to rap really well. Oh, so, oh, damn, bro. Period. <laughs> I didn't even do all that. No, that's that. Oh, shit. I'm fucking bad. I don't blame him. It's the truth. It's um, the truth. So... You weren't the best rapper in Hit Row. Let's keep it real. Mm, he wasn't. It's low-key B-Fab if we want to be real. Hell yeah. <laughs> Seconds, AJ Francis. Yeah, because It's a tie Francis. between B-Fab. I, B-Fab, I, I listen to their, um, their ciphers aren't the greatest, but you know, we can't be all be good at everything. But um, like there's stuff, their stuff that they post because they'll always post like uh, basically like a freestyle they do like on Friday or Saturday or Thursday. Yeah, the freestyles be dope. They be dope. Yeah, but like here's the thing, like I, I'm not gonna take away his ability to wrestle. That's just me personally. He is a, yeah. he's to me, he's a great wrestler. Um, I'm not going to deny that. Um, but it's just, to be honest, when you look at people higher than him, they've done more, they've commanded more, they 
they've had the spotlight more so it 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 makes sense like pretty much yeah you were the north american champion um but you lost it um you go to AEW, you got the tag titles and then you ended up losing them like a week or two late, like a month later or something like that like nothing you have done should warrant you to be any higher and the thing about it we don't have we really didn't have that that list like the pro wrestlers top 500 or or whatever so having that list now just specifically for us black people for us for african americans that's a really cool thing it's something we were like well these are wrestlers that need to be acknowledged some you may know some you may not know but they need to be acknowledged for doing great things within a community that doesn't really get a lot of a lot of light shined on when it comes to african americans and wrestling so you would think he'd be okay, well, whatever position he's in, just because he's a part of that that 50 that they're saying for African-American wrestlers is making a difference within the scene of wrestling. Like, that's how I would take it. Like, even if I was at number 50, the fact that I'm on this list with a lot of these other wrestlers for African-American people for the culture, I wouldn't be upset that I wasn't higher. I would just tell myself, all right, I got I to gotta work a little bit, a little bit more. And it's like, you're more upset about your placement than looking at it as, as a whole as this is a really awesome list to be on. Because even if I was a wrestler and not even make it to the top 50, I'd be like, all right, I got I to gotta do a little song song to get, to get more into this top 50. Because if you wasn't complaining about the other list when you were number two, or whatever you were higher than what you were, that's just telling me it's not, a, you're not thinking it's about cloud and it's all this and that. You're just mad and upset that you were placed at the number you're placed. And then you're gonna turn around and say, well, I just feel like other wrestlers as well, you know, they need to be higher or than what they are, lower than what they are. No, you just, you're mad that you're, you're at like number 20. And being at number 20 isn't a bad thing. But it's like when you look at all the other wrestlers that that are like after you, they've done some things. Like you can't deny Bianca Belair. You can't deny Big E. You can't deny Bobby Lashley. He was champion. You can't deny the fact that everything he's done with it, bro. You can't deny the fact that, you know, Big E had, um, you know, the New Day. Like there's accolades and then there is also the history with some of these wrestlers as to why they've been put to where they've been put. You don't have a history. You're a great wrestler, but you don't, you don't, you don't have a history. Hit Row wasn't together that long to have that history. Accolades? Well, if you look at everybody, eh. Well, his thing was, it's like, so he, so he was like basically talking as it was as if it was like a career spanning list when it was literally uh from whatever march it was basically a yearly list it was from march of whatever year to this year whatever and like 
Terry and I talked about it a little bit recently on a We Love Wrestling podcast. Um, he was like, three of those months he was inactive because he was released. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and so, then it's like they have the criteria there, and then he's—it's not like he try really reach out to anyone or say like, hey, like I, where I was placed, and they literally would be like would have gladly engaged if he said, instead of just throwing a fit. He would be like, hey, yo, like why am I this way? They would have literally explain it to him. And that's the thing. So it's like you've been inactive for three months. So it's just like, okay, you're at number 20. And that's not even bad for someone who's been inactive for three months. So it's just like, I, me personally, I wouldn't have taken it to heart like he did. I get it, he wants to be one of the best wrestlers or whatever the case may be. But that's just life. You're always not going to come in first place, second place, or third place. You get the participation trophy. And sometimes that's not a bad thing, especially on a list of only 50 when it comes to African-American wrestlers. And you think about how many African-American wrestlers we have in this community right now. And you made it into the 50. You shouldn't be complaining. No. I I just think it's funny. It's like no one else. I said this to Tiff and Nicole already, but it's just like I find it very funny that he is the only one who is throwing a fit about this. Everyone else who I've seen that's been that was on the list, people are like, you know, thank you so much. This is a great honor. Blah blah blah. He's the only one who's complaining, and it's weird because I would never. I would never see Swerve as having that kind of an ego. And I'm going to say it's it's an ego thing. I never picture him having that kind of an ego. Um, but it's, it just blows my mind. So if that's how he feels or wants to feel, I'm not, not going to tell him, like, you're not allowed to feel that way. But I don't agree with it. So it's just like, even next year, I'm pretty sure he'll be higher than what he is. So he'd be all right. He having a little tip of tantrum. He'd be all right. <clears throat> well, that's all I got to say on that. Like, I, I was, like, I was like, I was like, bitch, I'm confused at this point. He didn't look at the damn list. He saw that tweet and it was too low for him and he said, and get me off of here. Yep, that's what it was. It's literally that's what, what it was. Because he, there's no way he looked at the list. There's no way in hell. Because if he did, he wouldn't have said that stupid shit on podcast. I'm just sitting there like, y'all didn't look at the list either. Everybody sitting up there. Nobody looked at the list. Y'all, y'all doing an interview about the list. You pretty much just letting him um, give his two cents about it, but nobody's correct because what he said was wrong. People who won WrestleMania, who were actually main eventing WrestleMania, actually had matches at Mania, they were in the top four. Jay's been a dominant champion since they slapped that title on her. She mm-hmm. was in the top four. So what you're saying is some bullshit. 
Just say you didn't like the list because you ain't like where you was placed. I can respect that and you'd still be wrong. You'd still be wrong. Getting a little too big for your britches for me. Yeah, he, he, I don't, I don't know what it is with just like all these men in pro wrestling who think they got the biggest, the most bass in their voice. I know I've been saying this a lot, but I like this new thing. They got, they think they got all this bass and that they're going to bite. But in reality, all you are is a kicked puppy. Agree. I just want, I just want some of y'all to humble yourself. Like Kendrick Lamar said it down, like, bitch, sit down. Be humble. Nobody's discrediting what you've done for your entire career. Nobody's doing that. Nobody's discrediting what any of the wrestlers have done for their entire career. But they are assessing your career by the year. And there's some years, especially when you're working the indies like that, there are going to be some years where you're great, and there are going to be some years where you're not. It is what it is. That's no shade to you personally. That's no attack on your career as a whole. They are assessing it as it is. And I think that's fair. So you need to, you need to, you need to check yourself. It's the best way to put it. That irritating, bro. And you know what? I'm going to be quiet. <laughs> Just uh, the only thing I got left to say about it is mind, as Tiff does, mind the business that pays you and shut your mouth. Because you know what? If you were higher on that list, bro, or if you were number one, you wouldn't be doing this at all. You'd be like, oh, I'm number one. I'm the best, blah, blah. Chris Bay's got you beat, bro. Well, and Chris Chris Bay actually, I love how his thing is. I was looking at my Instagram feed, and it was Chris Bay with the fucking thirst traps because he's like your girl's favorite wrestler. That he's been that's some trash. <laughs> I fuck, I'm looking at, him, and my husband looks over my shoulder. He goes, "What you looking at?" I'm like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to Chris Bay. <laughs> <laughs> but just just do better man like my soon to be eight year old don't even act like you Ugh, that's that's a shame Oof. Nicole do you got something to say you can because we can end it here don't. no just fuck him <laughs> there we go Okay, so follow us on Twitter at DalvinAccount19 and, of course, on Instagram at D4TC underscore podcast. The girls do a very good job at tweeting during the pay-per-views. It's a very fun time, so if you're watching and you want to have a little discourse, you can always follow us over there for the pay-per-views. I'm sure somebody will tweet for Halloween Havoc. So check that out. And be sure to come back because we're going to finish the combo. Janae's going to pop in and we'll be able to finish it up there. And I will see you guys in our next one. We gone. Bye. Bye. Everybody good? Mm -hmm. Period.
Yeah. Okay, amazing. Because I ain't saying nothing else. I cussed them out yesterday. I'm not going to cuss them out. <laughs> <laughs> so, I already got on this thing, so I'm going to stop this. Just literally like you ain't. All right, y'all, as I said, that's all we got. We ain't got no more. Listen, if you want to follow us on social media, you definitely can. The girls live tweet the premium pay-per-views rather frequently. There's a new pay-per-view coming up with Halloween Havoc, which I'm sure one of the girls will live tweet for that show as well. And they try to live tweet for AEW, MLW, Impact, the whole nine if we can catch it. So you can don't want to miss that. Go over to Twitter and follow us at D4 at down for the count 19 on twitter and at d4tc underscore podcast on instagram sometimes getting mixed up look charge it to my head and not my heart anyways make sure you guys follow us for our next episode we're gonna make sure we start our um we're gonna get don's episode doubling back with don up and we're gonna be covering ecw in terms of kelly kelly and her story arc and her rise we might get another Fashion Files in there once I can finally get that edited and up. We're going to have a lot of content coming your way for the month. And we're going to try to get some scary stuff in here, too. It's Halloween. We need to do Halloween stuff. With all that being said, I will see you guys in our next one. Thank you so much for listening. And we are out of here.